In its showdown with America's automakers, the UAW won, but America's taxpayers will lose. Hello, I'm Steve Forbes, and this is What's Ahead, where you get the insights you need to better navigate these turbulent times. The United Auto Workers, the UAW, got the best of Detroit at the negotiating table, winning nice wage gains and enhanced benefits and other concessions. That the union wanted to squeeze the big three is understandable, but its particularly aggressive stance in this instance will hasten the day when automakers will need a federal government bailout, just as GM and Chrysler, now part of Stellantis, did in 2008-2009. American auto manufacturers make their real money selling gas-powered SUVs and light trucks. The strike settlements will cut those profits. These companies lose money big time on electric vehicles, EVs. Unfortunately, Washington and various states are determined to ban vehicles powered by the internal combustion engine. In other words, engines fueled by gasoline or diesel fuel. The Biden administration is pursuing this destructive goal by EPA regulations regarding tailpipe emissions. States are going for outright prohibitions by particular dates. The trouble is, that the overwhelming majority of Americans don't want EVs. That's why Ford announced it is postponing $12 billion of EV investments. GM is also pulling back, saying it is no longer setting specific targets for producing EVs next year. GM and Honda announced the abandonment of a $5 billion initiative to jointly develop cheap EVs. Blunt truth is that legacy car makers can't make money in electric vehicles, Ford loses $30,000 in every one it sells. Only Elon Musk's Tesla knows how to make a profitable EV. The longer car manufacturers are forced to invest in products most consumers don't want, and regulators move to upend the making of vehicles people do want, and which these companies depend on for making a profit, the faster the time comes for multi-billion dollar bailouts. People's reluctance to embrace EVs is entirely rational. They're too costly for most consumers, as that abortive GM-Honda partnership attests. They're inconvenient to juice up. Millions of people don't have garages for doing it overnight. Even a 30 to 40 minute supercharger is no match for a three to five minute fill up at the gas station. And a supercharger is vastly more expensive than a gasoline pump. Noted technology guru Mark P. Mills points out that, quote, long refueling times will translate into long lines at EV refueling stations, as well as the need for five to ten times more charging ports than fuel pumps, end quote. The reliability of these machines is dependent on weather. Batteries can lose up to 30 percent of their range with low temperatures. Hot weather also adversely affects a battery's range. A gargantuan obstacle to banning the internal combustion engine is this. The 1,000-pound EV battery requires an immense amount of minerals. Mills notes a stunning, inconvenient truth. Quote, that half-ton battery requires digging up and processing some 250 tons of the earth somewhere on the planet. Contemplate that, 250 tons of earth for one EV battery. Big question. Will Washington wake up to reality before Detroit hits a financial iceberg? I'm Steve Forbes. Thanks for listening. Do send in your comments and suggestions. I look forward to being with you 
soon again. Mm-hmm.